Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Sarah from Brighton, and you're listening to Dame Baptiste Questions Everything. My question is, how much do you think that names affect the outcomes of people's lives? Okay, here comes the show, and remember, question everything. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dame Baptiste Questions Everything, a podcast with myself, comedian, writer, and occasional actor, Dame Baptiste, my producer friend, Howard Cohen, a.k.a. The Hizzer. Hello. And a mix of very special guests pose the questions that need to be asked, and we're talking everything from... Well, we're talking everything from Sarah from Brighton's question, how much do names affect the outcome of people's lives? You're talking to Howard here, uh, <laughs> Sarah, and I can tell you it didn't help help you dame you moan about your name dame you've had this talk well yeah i like I, I mean i was cool with the name but it's just people really struggled to pronounce it like in the in the 80s and 90s there were a lot of danes and then when another dane came along it was dane bowers from another level which is always the wrong way to introduce yourself when you go i'm dane and they go like bowers and you've already set yourself up for failure yeah so tough yeah, one it was just so yes the answer is <laughs> they really do affect people's outcome of their life sarah that's why no one's called adolf anymore sarah <laughs> Uh, Trust me, there's a reason. Um, (laughs) So anyway, Sarah, look, suffice to say, on this podcast, we ask and answer all the questions, don't we, Dane? Absolutely. No question is too big, too small, too smart, too stupid. So if you do like the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify and you'll never miss an episode. Or subscribe to us on Acast, the world's biggest podcast network where you can see all the big questions being answered by our very special guests. With that being said, on today's show are two actors from one of the most successful scripted comedy shows of this century. Their BBC series People Just Do Nothing ran for five series and won the 2017 RTS Award in the scripted comedy category and best scripted comedy BAFTA in 2017. In 2019, they announced their return with a brand new podcast with Audible, the Corrupt Film Podcast, which went on to win Best Comedy at the British Podcast Awards. They just finished filming the People Just Do Nothing film, Big in Japan. Their second studio album is dropping in 2021 alongside the film. It's Hugo Cheguin and Alan Mustafa. Hey. Okay. hey, in unison as well. Hey, that is far up. That is far up. Yeah, I left out one thing as well. Oxide and Neutrino said the garage scene is fucked up, and these guys brought it back. Yes. So, yeah. pure, <laughs> pure, pure corruption. We actually Boy. smashed it listening to that. Yeah. yeah you, you guys yeah. nailed it. Yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> the know, best file to, to write. Need, it was just money. Yeah, I need to read that. If you could send that over, I just want to read that every morning. Just yeah, absolutely. Put that on the merch as well. And I mean, we could, we could keep going, like, you know, brought, brought back the Garishina, a whole new appreciation for it, as well oh as my. being touring the country. And uh, also, yeah, being instrumental in, you know, Recording with um, legends like Craig David and Big Nasty. Calm. Do do, do you know what? Yeah, most of the time we're just sitting around in our pants at home, but that makes it sound like we've done so (laughs) much. That's that's a dream. Work hard, play hard, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Smash mics and smash pants. That's how we do it. (laughs) But when you think about, like, you know, I was writing the bits, you know, like the, 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 the details, but the first bit is like, it's true, right? It's like one of the most popular shows of this century in terms of British. That's like quite a, that's like a, that's like a big thing. Like it's not, it's not an exaggeration. 
Well, I mean, uh, that's amazing. I, yeah, I, I, I don't we, see we, it like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just weird when it's you, isn't it? I, I, like, and uh, that's we've always just done like things that we love. Do you know what I mean? And if other people like it, it's a it's a bonus, and and we really appreciate that. Do you know what I mean? I suppose yeah. the, the deal with comedy is so often to to be able to do it. Like you know, we were talking before we started recording about Steve Coogan's been doing Partridge for thirty years now, and you guys have managed to do these guys for a good while now that's like yeah i don't think yeah. people get complacent about it like and I've, that's why it's weird to hear because like we actually yeah it is it is insane but <laughs> we still look at like our peers and other people and like want to be sort inside of, them yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sort of we, physically, we should, we, should, we should be more possible with all the achievements, man. Yeah, man. But it's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly, exactly, Come exactly. on, exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. But no, definitely, guys. I mean, it's um, you know, it's not just stopped with the with the show as well. Like you guys have gone on to do, do albums, radio yeah. sets, and yes, uh, I mean, I mean, speaking as somebody that's a fan of both comedy and obviously of that, like, obviously a big fan of Garage, but I mean, it's a particular era that like Corrupt FM kind of capture, which was like you know mm. somewhere between. The explosion of like Esky beat and grime, and then yeah. just and then somewhere just after the four by four, which exactly. is it's like, weird because like my I, ideal area right there. Yeah. That actual time was like if you were into that music, it was like I don't know where this is going now, and it, it felt like yeah. that that part of it was when it kind of grime emerged and garage yeah. kind of died. But it, yeah. it, Dizzy it was interesting. Dizzy time. Rascal always feels to me the moment it's shifted, but that's not to blame yeah. blame him. If there was, <laughs> if it was yeah, I think yeah. from a mainstream angle, that's when grime was like here to yeah, kind of to emerge. Yeah, I think I, I mean I, I always look at it as in like in, in the states where you had like disco and then you had like rappers delight and then you yeah. started having hip hop and it kind of changed. And I feel like yeah, that same era you guys covered, where it's like the four by four became a lot more vocal, and then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for, like, for, for like a younger generation, because obviously, like um, disco garage is kind of like it's like, it's like a champ, it's like a champagne scene. So there's like a lot of money, yeah. Yeah. but yeah, whereas yeah, a lot yeah. of the younger people like ourselves at the time couldn't really afford to be going into raves and spending no, like, champagne, yeah. so it became a lot more about like an academic and, and also things come yeah, in waves because yeah. yeah, everything's exactly. always a protest to another thing. You know what I mean? So exactly, yeah, yeah. When things were like when it was like jungle was getting dark side and that they were like, oh, let's have more vibes in garage, blah blah yeah. blah. And then yeah. garage started getting too much, and then people were like, nah, I want to what? Like, I don't want to hear hosts. I want to be spitting over. I want I want yeah, no exactly. singing. And I just and that was our era, man. Like oh one, like two thousand is like when I you yeah, know I'd be definitely. listening to Delight FM and mm. and and just listening to you know before Soul Solid were like. You know, a pop pop stars in the charts. Yeah, they yeah. were like real grimy MCs on the radio, and that's all I used to listen to, man. Absolutely, I think yeah, early yeah. early two thousand was like I think most people who are mainstream may have known about like Oxford Neutrino, and then they did the re- the cover of No Good for Me, and then they met, they met Lisa, and then, but then yeah, as you said, it was kind of like and there was just like, there was just a point where as a result of that, a bunch of like garage tunes would have like the vocals on it and stuff like that as well. So like it'd be like Jameson with True, but then they'd have like mm. on with them Viper and all the, those kind of things as well. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah man. But that's when like, they started putting well. the vocals back on. So maybe we get in the charts if we get a little singer on it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. That. And then, I know yeah, you like, might need a singer in it. Well, you know what? I reckon it's probably time for a question, isn't it, Dane? As the format of this show dictates. Absolutely. As our very esteemed guests and uh, comedy legends, we invite you guys to ask us a question which you'd like to discuss for like 15 minutes or so. Then Howard has a question he'd like to ask, pose to you guys, which we'd like to chat about as well. And then I have a question, which I'm sure we're all going to enjoy nerding out about um, for the last question. And then 
I'd like uh, for the listeners who may have lived under a rock, don't know who you guys are, to find out more about uh, the work you guys have got coming up uh, for the foreseeable future. And so they go and see good. the film. They definitely need yeah, to see sure the film. Yeah, make sure they go see the film yes. as well. We thoroughly endorse it. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, yeah. All right. So, so, so my question is, why is everyone so obsessed with techno? Yeah, at the moment, but <laughs> but it's not just techno. I wanted to say house, but house is just too broad, and I understand that garage came mm. from it, and I, I do like some older sort of soulful kind of house stuff. But yeah, I think where it affects people like me and Hugo is when we go to festivals or we go raving, and suddenly. It's just like the coolest places to be are the places with the deadest music. And it's just the most boring techno. And there's like bare young people, girls, everyone just absolutely loving it. And we're like, what? Why? Yeah. I wish I liked this, but I where's don't get drop? it. Yeah, yeah, where's, yeah, the try, yeah, where's the drop? Yeah, you try. Where's the drop? Such a good point. It's a good, it's a great question. It's a really and good I question. And I think it's like, I get it. But then it can't be that sick if you like. I really want to pull them up and go. Are you listening to this in your headphones on a daily basis? I'm sure you're not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this exactly. is just, but this is just for the moment. For, in the moment, isn't it? For yeah, our, yeah, for yeah, our listeners, just to, to help, because you know we have a weird, you know, many different types of people listening to this show who might not have the knowledge of that genre that uh, that we do. What is mm. the difference between you know techno and you know between? How would you describe you know? You know, well, I, I don't understand. Yeah, well, like, like it's, the, it's the music without a drop. <laughs> yeah, it's the music without a drop. Exactly. Well, let, let's break it down. Yeah. So, like, garage came from house, and then which and it was just sped up, and, yeah. and then it made into a UK garage sound, which is more of a baseline, gives more of a drop, mm. that, and that's the era we come from. As well as jungle, you know, hip hop, all these things have like, there's like an edge to it. Do mm. you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. Uh, a grime, you know, and then now with this, it's just like, it's just like whatever, exactly like you guys. I don't actually really know the genres of this yeah, shit. Yeah, it's, 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 it's all high frequency. It's all high frequency. Yeah, like, it's just like, it's high frequency. Yeah. No, no and then like, yeah. suddenly people will be clapping Whoa, because there's a tiny little pitch change. Yeah. Like, it's so intelligent. <laughs> it's, like, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, yeah. what? And We're it, in it's, a rave, it's, bro. It's, exactly. It's barely noticeable. It's, this, is, this is a very good question because. The same thing, and I'm not sure. Maybe you guys including the same thing. Like this kind of mm. techno is like, I like EDM is part of that as well for me. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Uh, where it's just like it's finger music. Where it's like it's just like a guy pressing one chord, and then mm. that will be reverbed up and down. And yeah, but for me, I've always struggled to try and enjoy that music because I went to uni up north where like the EDM and yeah. house was a house is a bit bigger, you go. Like, a bit bigger yeah. than I think yeah. London kind of adopted more the house sound when it was like I suppose like more tribal or like soulful yeah. house rather than yeah, just yeah, like yeah, yeah. just the, just the kind of the, I guess the I don't know what they call no it, but then like the funky house and stuff like that era yeah, yeah. exactly yeah yeah funky yeah, house yeah. Like, then now it's like massive more it's, more it's like minimal tech like yeah. yeah like and that's massive massively popular with all those same type of people do you know Absolutely. what I mean yeah yeah I think I think I mean the, it's I guess you still have that sound kind of at the festivals but for me I, I can only imagine it's getting big again because you know it's like you said for me there was if you don't enjoy it, if you don't do drugs and stuff like that. And I mean, there's some drugs you can do to enjoy certain types of music or associate with certain types of music and kind of the industrial or like synthetic drugs that associate with techno, I was never into. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were never a part of that scene. And I think they kind of go hand in hand. And I I don't know, because for me, that kind of music, because it's not got any vocals and it's not really referencing anything, because I, I, I don't really know what memories people take away from it. And I, like you said, it's like, would you enjoy that music if you were sober? And mm. I just feel like it's, it's not the case, but I just I, I, mean. I think like I said, it's it's kind of like cycles and stuff as well. So it could be a question of the fact that like music has continued to be structured and you know it's branched off into different things. Because you could argue now we've got like um, the grime kind of scene became more of like a kind of trap 
more of a trap. Mm. Yeah, yeah, sound. true, true. And then yeah. that became and like more of a drill sound as well. So that's yeah, yeah. That's so road rap to drill. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying about the protest. This is the protest to that, you know. It's yeah. like another rave culture, which is what I love about it, and which which is also, you know, everything's love hate, really, isn't it? Yeah. Because mm. I hate it because I wish I loved it because I'm <laughs> yeah. a raver, and I look at that, I'm like, ah, oh, that is everything that I used to love. It's just the music I can't get down to, and I'm a bit, I'm almost jealous. Yeah, my, <laughs> my partner's into it. Yeah, and yeah. she plays same, it same. in the car, and there's some that I'm like, okay, I get that, like bicep. I'm like, oh, that's well made. It's got chords. It's a, it is quite industrial, but I get that. But then there's some of it where it just feels like a loop and they just filter out the bass and then bring it back but in. But then I, I think about soundtracks when, I, when you bring up techno to me, weirdly. Like there's certain soundtracks that I'll listen to when I'm trying to work or I'm trying to focus on something. Like I'll listen to like Hans Zimmer from oh, like, yeah. you know, and it's not oh, techno. Yeah. I know it's not the same, but there's moments where you're <laughs> like, it, where it's like, it's such a repetitive beat, but it's quite yeah, useful course. to you to get just, I need to write this fucking email. I need to do, I need yeah, to focus yeah. on something. And look, look, music doesn't, uh, the thing that does, it's like, Music doesn't have to be super technical for it to be good, right? No, no. Like, I'll go to Jungle Rave and my best, my favourite jungle is stuff from, like, 97 with, like, three sounds. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And, yeah. and like, that's my favourite shit. But it's, I don't know why, man. Maybe there's a nostalgia to, I know how to dance to that. Like, I went I, I, to a rave on Friday and I was literally, same, yeah. Yeah. So I was literally right, dancing for three hours. Like, you know what I mean? Like, forgetting that anyone else exists. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this is sick. Like, I feel this, proper feel this. But like, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. The EDM, it's just, this, it's just different, man. I, I, I totally agree, man. I just, I don't know if it's a reflection on my age or anything like that, because even initially with some of the drill stuff, it was hard to follow. And I felt Same. like a lot of it sounded quite generic. And I think as it's evolved, then people yeah. started sending out and it's actually starting to look like it's taking more of a structure, which might be due to the fact that because it's in having more sh- mainstream success. Yeah, and it's the like, the sounds that it's way travelled well. now as well. Like yeah. you've got Pop Smoke and, you exactly, know, people yeah, yeah. like Lil Yachty doing drill albums. It's exactly, like, yeah, so But also, yeah, uh, another thing, if you this is history, it always happens. Like if you think about, like now when I think to myself, like, yeah, oh yeah, I was raised on grime, I've loved grime, but actually... When I was into like, I was into jungle, just like super technical, like fast lyrics, yeah. And then I was into like, you know, Soul Solid Crew and stuff like that, which is, they kind of had like a funk and a soul to the, the way they spat, yeah. you know what I mean? And then Garage came and it was mad static and tinny. And I was like, what the fuck? Uh, sorry, grime. I was like, what the fuck is this? I don't understand, you know what I mean? Yeah, For yeah. the first couple of months or whatever. But I suppose the thing that people love most so about music. You have to get used to it. People, yeah, love, exactly. people love music when it feels like it's being innovative and inventive. That's what that's what really gets most people excited. Like what you guys do is is inventive and innovative. You know, there's no, there's very difficult to compare what you guys do to, to other people. You know, I remember Ronnie Size. Do you remember Ronnie Size? Yeah. That felt like something so original, right? That if you didn't like the genre of music it was supposed to be in, there was something in there for you, right? But yeah, like, yeah, 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 true, when yeah. you're talking about like jazz, a, yeah, exactly. It was yeah, yeah. I loved it, and like, I, you know, I was at Glastonbury, saw so amazing. Like I was, that, that's kind of hit my dem- like demographic. But you talk the music you're talking about, like I say, it kind of just ends up being like background music, right? Which yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's, yeah. saying. it's, it's background so, it's, music. It's, it's so generic. It's, it's like, you know, people go to Vegas and it's like they're gonna yeah. go listen to this stuff and. I don't know, maybe that's that kind of thing where I think that kind of sound, and, and that's a good point, Howard, I think it is background because with like the techno scene or like the ADM scene, there's so much around the aesthetic of it that's not involved in music. Like when people listen to it, like they put on these big costumes and like <laughs> yeah, they got yeah, all this yeah, light yeah. and glow in the dark stuff yeah, and yeah. glow sticks. And then there's also drugs you do as well. And I think there's so much more around it that 
I think the drugs yeah I think the drugs and do you know do you know what but I do feel like just to give it each of them their respect the EDM and the stuff like the, the techno and the house shit are separate in the way but I used to look at it like that I used to be like yeah, yeah. oh it's all about just brares in like super tight jeans and <laughs> whack tattoos shuffling you know, they're just there to look cool you know what I mean and, yeah, yeah. Or whatever like and, jump up and, and down with their finger yeah <laughs> but I do give it a little bit more respect now because I do know people that like you know they live for it and they fucking love the music and shit yeah. but like you say the EDM that's just insane that's music for people that don't listen to music. Well, and it, yeah. and, uh, it's called EZM. It's just called electronic dance music. Yeah, it's like, exactly. When you think about it, yeah. that could be any music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Hey, any- and you know what? Recently, when I was on holiday, I went to a bar with Vic Hugo, yeah? And I was sitting there and was, was having a little cocktail and they were playing a bit of like, you know, that minimal tech in the background. I went, this is where it belongs. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the yeah, background yeah. while we're chatting. Exactly. It's not yeah, fucking, yeah. it's not the main focus and I'm trying to dance to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think it's on taste as well because like, I guess what we all have in common is that you want music that A, like sonically has like a baseline and kind of like mm. high vibration as well. So you feel it in that respect. But with music as well, is that because music also has, because obviously you guys are into hip hop and rap as well, is that music, it should have a message because it's still an art form. Do you know what I mean? And, I feel like EDM is like, like you said, it's kind of like a very present genre of music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the techno I, stuff like that. It, it has the message present. of the white devil. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think our, our like, what we think is dance music, because everything that you've said, like jungle, garage, grime, yeah. it all has a bass line. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's true. Bass man. It's bass music. And this yeah. doesn't have bass, like yeah. a low, like energy moving bass line. So... That's probably a generational yeah. thing. I was about to say generational things quite yeah. interesting because because what you're brought up on or what happens when you're young in your scene quite, in music. Quite frankly, was bass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even like sound systems, like we we yes. yeah, well, sound systems. That's where it all stems from. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah, and it comes from like reggae and yeah, bass line. But it's still, yeah, but like, like, for me, but it's still like the reggae and like the clash and stuff was still instrumental. And then the MCs kind of evolved to kind of, or, or they'd call DJs in dancehall as well. They would kind of yeah, spit over yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I just, I just think it's just, I don't know what it's just, I'm the same because it's like, because you're aware of like the fact that all the other genres of music we're into, they're not necessarily the same, but they have a very similar pattern that they start with a bass line, then whether it's like either a snare or a hi hat, but you can kind of follow the structure of it. Whereas like, I've always found with like kind of the techno music, I guess it's almost maybe maybe it's what we're looking for in that so, that sound isn't what they use to define how good the music is because like with techno yeah. it could be like they just find they find a new sound and a new way of like using a minor chord or a new way of using yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Um, a key that it gets distorted enough that it's like it sounds different or it's a combination of electronic stuff yeah and and that's might be, might be why certain drugs work better for it yeah it's formulaic enough that if you're like if you're like gurning on something, you might yeah. want, it's almost like a metronome for your brain. It's, it's just, just keeping like, you yeah. going, yeah, Keep you going, yeah, yeah. But I feel there's, there are some who come from the same place as us who who have elements of that, like Julio Bashmore, Bicep, people yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, definitely. Adrenada, they're like, yeah, but oh, then, but you know, definitely. Adrenada like, is different yeah. though because that's the guy that he's got the hit. Yeah, yeah, like, I know. But someone told me he was house, and I was like, oh, sick. Then I, yeah, do yeah, that. I like him. Then, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. yeah. Like, I like, see, I don't mind that sort of shit. Yeah, but it's funny because when you speak to like a real like head, like a real head, yeah, and you're like. Oh yeah, who do I bash him with? <laughs> oh my god, that's like where you get all the fucking shufflers, mate. That's not the real shit. Oh right, <laughs> like, fucking hell, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I like him. do that whack house then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it works the other way, and I think that's what kind of happens with most music, anyway. Is that within that scene, you'll have your um, kind of early 
adopters and innovators and only people that are like savvy to that scene will know what that's about. And then yeah, you occasionally get some music that kind of crosses over. Because, for example, Rifa by DJ mm. Decline, yeah. it kind of sounds like more of an electro... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it's yeah, more of an right. electro sound, isn't it? Yeah. He was very yeah. breakbeat in his production. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Influence. Oh, Zinc. Zinc shit is basically... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 DJ is another one as well. And even, yeah, Zed Bias and stuff as well. So they, they kind of like... It kind of like crossed over slightly. But um, yeah, and then... It, I guess that maybe that's what it is, is that it's still quite an early sound. Or maybe we need to find one, you know, like like with Drill, I, I wasn't really into it or following it. And then I started listening to Heady One and I was like, like oh, this yeah, guy yeah. is sick. Yeah, I get yeah, this yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Like, but he did something different that brought me into it. And now I like his and then you, drill. But then you can go back and understand other ones. Yeah, so, now yeah, I get yeah it. exactly. It's like me with uh, natural wines. I didn't like wine and I tried natural wine. They're more juicy and light. And then now I like, Classic ones as well. So now you'll have a drop. Now, yeah. For red. Yeah, now I have a little drop of red, yeah. Yeah, I'm still yeah. a big kid. I just get a soft drink with a milk. Yeah. I don't like alcohol with milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it ruins it. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same, but I'm, I, I do cocktails, so I disguise the alcohol. Yeah, cocktail. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get down with, with various fruit juices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of can't taste the alcohol. It's quite nice. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I'll grow out of that because it's bad as well. I'm getting older now. You know, we got stuff like anybody want like a scotch you're like nah I'm alright I'm alright yeah I just right. I'll, 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 have a, I'll have a spliff yeah. or something yeah 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 that's I, me I yeah. can't yeah that's I'm so not, true I'm not there yet, you know but... there's a thing in Peep Show that I always relate to um, me and Hugo love this bit where it's, uh, Jeremy drinks a bit of wine so how's your wine he goes I mean it's uh it's delicious. I mean, it's not actually delicious like hot chocolate or Coke. And in that, you know, that's a that's a perfect analogy to describe like how like um, techno works. Like, you know, you don't drink it for the taste. No, no, no. for the taste, there's an effect. It's like, you don't listen to techno yeah, yeah. for the lyrics and the sound. There's an yeah. effect. Yeah. There's an yeah. effect and there's a time and a place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so it works the same way. Well, yeah, yeah. that, that so, was a that was a great question, right, Dave? What you got, you got, you got loads of I mean, great questions. So many details to it. And obviously someone in our audience base who is really into techno is going to write in and complain you that we didn't, yeah, didn't yeah. do justice. But... Fine. Although just to say to them, we've almost talked ourselves round to maybe liking it. Yeah, so. we're gonna go Detroit yeah. and follow. I think we've the given it respect. <laughs> we've given yeah. it enough respect. We have. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We've, we've given it its flowers. Um, yeah, yeah. My uh, my question today is definitely uh, different. Maybe it links to respect actually in some way, which is, um, and I'll make it a bit broader. Why are musicians, and you know, specifically for you guys, rappers or MCs? so funny what is it that makes us make because you guys have you know obviously had to see something in those characters that you have spent many years kind of perfecting now um but th that's not the only time you know that's happened in comedy spinal tap will always be something that gets brought up uh, lo lonely island lonely well. island yeah, uh, yeah you know we can do yeah. a long list there but yeah. but yeah. For, for you guys what is it that makes those types of characters because yours feel very real um so funny I feel like in one word, and we can elaborate on this, but the reason rappers or well, musicians in general, there's something funny in that is uh, ego. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think anyone, you know, and we've all got an ego. I don't just yeah, yeah. mean because they have a massive ego and like, oh my God, they're the fucking fucked ones. I mean, we've all got egos, isn't it? But exactly, it's yeah. part of it, and especially in rap, it's part of it. And the whole the whole um, facade and mask of it all. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah, quite funny, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. We've all, 
we've all had to act a certain way to try and act cool or try to hide things and that's what rappers do a lot of the time yeah it's an icebreaker as well like um, having punchlines is always an icebreaker like anytime you're doing some form of public speaking or address like yeah. you'll always have a few jokes to kind of relax that audience and stuff as well because you want people yeah. to trust you and have their yeah. attention yeah and, for sure I mean I have a theory about it as well because I, I think one of the things that makes it it's, it's an interesting thing because I think part of what makes um, Crap to Femme funny is really authenticity Mm. That it's not necessarily a laugh of like ridicule. It's the fact that it's like they nailed it. That, that that's exactly how an MC would spit over that beat. So it's oh, always, it's, it's like yeah. I think for me it's like down to just the most fi- minute detail of like when Steve's does like a mix and it's the right mix based on the same BPM that's supposed to and how you guys like the back to back stuff. It's the fact that none of it looks contrived or like try hard. No. And I feel like I think that's a big part of it. Um, and I go into that because I've noticed particularly in the UK because of sounds like, you know, whether it's garage or grime, and sometimes a stigma about the violence associated with that scene has always kind of impeded its progress a lot of the time. I think a lot of MCs have learned to be able to kind of present a light side of something. Hmm. Oh, yeah. To kind of no, ease, 100%. To kind, of, kind of ease audiences in. Because I, I remember even like from Channel U days and stuff like that as well, like Jammer couldn't really come out and just be like Jammer in it. Like Jammer was like Merkel man as well. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. there was like that alternate ego that kind of like made him a bit more palatable to people as well. Like, and... In the same way that, like, even Wiley did, like, Who Ate All the Pies? And it might, and some yeah. of it might be like an industry thing whereby it's like, obviously, before Wiley did Who Ate All the Pies, like, everyone in the scene knew who he was, everyone knew the kind of how the lyrics were. So, it was, like, aesthetically, a big departure from what everybody else was used to. But I think you just, just include that anyway because, and, and, and like I said, I think punchlines, whether it's musically or even comedy, they show the wit, like you said, that it's like. Oh, yeah, they translate into each other, man. I, and yeah. I, I miss, sorry, I missed, the, I got the wrong, the answer wrong to the question. Like, I thought you were asking, uh, you know, why, what, how can you, you know, why is it so easy to make characters about oh, these things? A bit of, a bit of both. Because of reason. their ego. Yeah. But also to take it onto what Dane's saying, uh, you know, like, um, I feel like it's the same muscle, isn't it? Like, yeah. Being able to think on your feet, mm-hmm. improving, freestyling. Uh, yeah. you know, like dropping something like wit in a rap or, or, or wit in comedy. Do you know what I mean? And that's like, I know even though Hugo's a producer, he always used to spit, we used to spit together. So all that sort of freestyling sort of, even the energy from that and the way we think yeah, gets easily yeah. translated into, into... Yeah, and I think someone like Wiley, like, and Jammer, like they earned their stripes. Like, you know mm. that they can bar, you know that they like, they are the scene. So they, they ha- kind of have that freedom to be like, yeah, I'm going to do Merkel, man. I'm going to do a song like... Yeah, yeah, you buy that freedom, don't you? Or Rolex or whatever, because... And and like Stormzy, like, he can do a pop tune, but if you go bar for bar against him, he'll destroy you, like... But if we look at just the comedy aspect, yeah? Hmm. uh, MCs back then couldn't be funny. or I'm I'm not saying in the lyrics, but personality-wise. Yeah. Lyrics a lot of the time. Because, like, when you're from that, environment it's all about ego and it's all about who's the hardest even when we started people to do nothing I used to rap before that and like the first thing I was insecure about was are people going to take me my rap shit seriously like you know people be laughing at me you know what I mean like it's so stupid but especially when you're a teenager and 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 when Teenager, I was like in my twenties, when I was as old as you feel. No, it's an interesting point because you thought yeah. about it in your teenage years, but like yeah. Yeah. when you're growing up, like I said, we the scene was at an age where yeah. to say you wanted to become a rapper and do that fully professionally mm. at yeah. that time, oh yeah, it would some, it'd be something you'd laugh, people would laugh at. Yeah. So it was Even like now. I said with ego, Alan, you, you almost had to kind of approach it like you weren't taking it too seriously. 
No, sorry, sorry. I meant, I meant to do the people to do nothing stuff. I felt embarrassed. So like, we're oh, like, yeah, okay. oh, we're gonna do a comedy, but like before it's, everyone takes themselves seriously because if music is okay. Do you know what I mean? But like mm, to yeah. try and be an actor or comedy is like, what are you doing? Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. So, that, so like all them, like all our favorite grime MCs when they were younger would all take themselves seriously and all. They'd yeah. be funny, but they're not being intentionally funny. That's their personality. Yeah. Like they're yeah, quirky. Yeah, yeah. Although it, like, I do think now the landscape's definitely changed. Like completely. Like mm. before you had, you're one thing. You're like, I'm a, I'm an MC, I'm this. But now like, you know, if you look at, um, I use Action Bronson. Like, yeah. he's a rapper, but he's also a chef. He's also got a TV show and he's in massive films. And, and, like, and, and, he's and really he makes funny. his own olive oil. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> he makes, he his, makes own his own olive oil. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, goes and, to the gym and, a lot. But even if we bring it here, like the people we're talking about, P Money's doing Twitch and playing games. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and his personality's sick and, and people engage with him and like him. Even though he's like a he will knock you bad out. man grime MC. Yeah, but you're allowed to have, you know, we're all like that. We've all got different part of, parts of our personality. Yeah, I think that, that what you were allowed to show that these days. I think what you were allowed to do is is a really interesting element of, of of why you guys could find comedy in that scene because, like you say, I think America has a lot to kind of play here. The, the role of American hip hop has a massive like shadow that it casts over us. And yeah. there was a period of time where you, the only option, like you say, was to take yourselves really seriously. You think about yeah. what like Eminem was doing around the time that Garage was you know, kind of boom or beginning to boom. I mean, no, to, to be that funny, I was I actually ended up hearing a few old uh, Eminem tracks recently. I was like, man, this is a, this is basically a comedy sketch. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. without me. Um, was Ken, Ken, uh, yeah, and Ken used to do Ken Kniff from He used to do those yeah, sketches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. but even him just going on doing freestyles on radio, yeah, and, and the shit he's spitting about, you know, like I, I smoked crack the day, yesterday yeah. and the day before. Like, no one's, but no one, yeah, no one said that. Yeah, no first one of all, using comedy that much in their lyrics, and second of all, like, doing self-deprecating well, stuff, and, you know what and, I mean? And, and rap, he was yeah. very unique, I felt at the time, but then you kind of look at it, and I, this is why I kind of thought about the question quite a bit before I asked it to you, is that, you know, that was a character, you know, the, 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 yeah, the yeah, character yeah, yeah. of Eminem. I remember listening to DMX, and one of the best things about those first couple of DMX albums was the character that he would do with the devil. Um, if yeah, you remember Damien, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was really quite, it wasn't funny, but it was, it felt very unique at that age when you listed it. So, so that kind of like characters within hip hop that existed that, you know, could make you laugh were, it seems like to get from there to you guys, there's, <laughs> it's quite interesting to think how the world has evolved. Uh, yeah. I never thought of it like that. And, 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 and when you think about Eminem, he didn't, you know, yeah, his character was slim shady. Do you know what I mean? And he, and, you know, he's spitting all this mad homophobic stuff, but then Elton John Elton loves John, him, yeah, they're yeah, best yeah, friends, exactly. because he's intelligent and gets it's a character and it's a, it's a, yeah, it's he, a mocking it's a, of society. Do you know exactly, what I mean? Exactly, yeah, it's a parody of the whole thing, yeah. And, yeah, I, and I think yeah, it's, yeah. It's, um, it's, it's all been a good campaign to give uh, rappers a lot more respect because, you know, obviously when you tell people you rap and stuff, people need to stigmatise you a lot of the time and think your lyrics can be quite, na- um, like, topics can be quite narrow. And I think, especially we're now living in a time where albums aren't the same as they used to be in terms of like when you made it out, an album would have like a theme and have a soundscape and you can include stuff like skits but the way people can consume music now in terms of like streaming it's a lot harder to get someone to stay on something for a long four time four seconds so, bang exactly four seconds so if, you, so if you can create a much bigger aesthetic whether it's like you know visual albums or videos or like even the comedy side it, it just shows you like a lot more breadth as a creative and I think, I think it's a positive way that like 
rappers have had to kind of innovate. And also because it's like, even though you rap, it's like, you know, that that in itself is not a limiting art form anyway, because rappers, it's like spoken word. So when you're a rapper, you should be like, naturally, you means you can write for other people. So you're a writer by that token as yeah, well. Yeah, like, yeah. obviously, you're a producer of sorts as well. You're a you performer. Can do, you're a performer. Yeah, you can do skits. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and yeah, yeah. like with punchlines, and because there's so much ego and that ridicule when you're battle rapping yeah, and stuff yeah. like that, mm-hmm. you think about taking that discipline and migrating that onto like... Um, like a sitcom, then yeah. that's probably where you're still going to get that same kind of quick-witted, like... Yeah, use the same muscle. Yeah, yeah, rep- 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 as you said before, because, um, like, you know, because, uh, what's his name? Lil Dicky, he's got... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. His yeah, show's yeah. sick. His show's Dave. amazing, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and you can, and you can, and for me, it's like, it doesn't take away from his credibility as an artist because you can see so many elements of that that are kind of involved in what he does anyway. And I know um, what you said about Lonely Island. Like, they're so mm-hmm. talented, like... Yeah, amazing. Exactly. No, they're, they're incredible. And it's, it is, it is fascinating because... With your guys, with your characters, I think one of the interesting elements that I feel when I've watched the show is, is um, am I laughing at them or with them? And, and mm. I, I think you end up with a, I think, I'm interested to see what you think of it because I think it's, a, it's, it's not one or the other personally. No. And I, and I think that's really important because um, that's my whole ethos in life as well. I could be terrorising you, <laughs> but in a friendly way. I'm laughing at you and with you at the same time. And yeah. I think that's life. Life isn't black and white. You know what I mean? Exactly. We're all on the verge of laughing and crying. It's 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 the same thing. It's not exactly. like exactly they're not that, that yeah. exclusive. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So like, I've never thought of it like that with our show though, Howard. So mm. that's that's really interesting, and I've, I agree. It's it's been so good to talk about. I, I still think the reason that you, you what you've done is so good is because you you seem like friends. The the the, the boys yeah. in people just think seem like friends. I kind of follow them anywhere. Because, because, yeah. because, and, and that is what a lot of comedies are about, really, isn't I it? I love that. That's sick. That's yeah. a big compliment because that's what I love when I watch something. I yeah. feel like yeah. you feel like you're not alone when you're with them. You know I, mean? I felt like that yeah. when um, Brooklyn Nine when Nine, Only Fools yeah. and Horses, all you know, everything. Workaholics for me. Workaholics. Workaholics. Exactly. I'm glad I asked it. It was, a, it was a real chance to dive into that. And, and over to Dane now for the final question of today's show. Which, yeah, I hope is related because I feel like most comedians worth their weight in gold are also music nerds. And I think Mm. that for me, it's been my interest in music has definitely informed my ability to do comedy because it always helps you with relevant references, keeps your finger on the pulse because like as you move with music and you have an ear for like emerging and new sounds or innovations, then that can inform your art art in general. Um, But I said to say this, like I said, I think we can all agree that we kind of, all kind of gravitate towards an era, a transitional era of garage to grime. That for me, that's the golden age for me personally. Yeah. For me, it's the golden age. And so I wanted to ask you guys, who are your top 10 artists, rappers and producers of that garage grime era? Ooh. Okay. Can I chuck a name out just because I, 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 I'm yeah. probably not as knowledgeable. I always remember MC Debt. Do you remember MC Debt? Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. jungle music. That's jungle, he's a jungle guy. But he, would, yeah, he, yeah. he then ended up on some drum and bass record, which I could probably find yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Called yeah, yeah. Red Snapper? Was it called Red? I can't. I'm, I'm trying. I'd have to go back into my archives of my childhood. Uh, I, I would have a name. It's a uh, Wookie. Wookie, yeah, think, man. I think Wookie Amazing. is such wow. an underrated producer. I he's think for one a start, of the best, you know, yeah, he's one of the best. I think people, you know, we don't talk about the fact that. Now, everyone knows who Sia is now with like Chandelier and stuff like that. Yeah. But way back in the day, he was with um, X-Men Little Man. Yeah, big true. Identifying her potential very, very, very He early was on, so. interested. He used like jazz chords and like... Sort Gospel of, and stuff as well. Yeah, 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 massively. He changed the kind of like him and Sticky definitely made Garage, Grime, 
like musical, less one notey. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely, and, and and you can see it beginning to form into a structure. So, for the yeah. listeners who may not know as well, Sticky was the uh, producer who made the track "Boo" for Miss Dynamite. So that was like kind of kind of helped uh, launch her career and stuff as well. For me, it would be like it's a mad era because it's like there's a bit of garage and there's a bit of grime. Yeah, that's why. So, 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 so like MCs, maybe I'd say I'd do five MCs and five producers. I'd say like hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Um, MC Romeo has got to be in there for me because nice. from, and I'm talking about and people might be like, what? The braille on that 21 seconds chat? <laughs> <laughs> they don't know that, like, this braille was a cold MC. So like, cold. Like, like, I used to listen to Delight FM. I'm like a skunk without a smell. I heard yeah, somebody else spit. Yeah, smell. Uh, yeah. without a shell. I heard yeah. someone else spitting that on a bus, yeah? And it wasn't yeah. even Romeo, because they would hear it <laughs> nah, right yeah, yeah, the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And I heard that, and it was like, I'm like the trouble without the bass, like the smell yeah. without the feet. And the pedal pushers without no one. I was like, this sounds yeah. fucking amazing, bro. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds cold, like, like a rain without my flow. Yeah. Oh, no. I was like, yeah. oh, my days. This is amazing. And that beat as well. Dun, yeah. Dun, 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 mm-hmm. dun. That was yeah. like my first, like, whoa. And then he had another bar that, that I'm obsessed with. Like, I, I think I sent it to Hugo the other day because I found it again. But he was like, um, I'll knock you out like Tyson, take you out like M. Bison, smoke yeah. you like Ten Ben Son. And then remember back in the day, you'd only sometimes hear the eight bar version because they passed yeah, the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first time I ever heard the full version was recently. And he goes, um, he goes, I can dance like Michael Jackson, two stop down from Junction. No, Romeo is amazing. He goes, so, he goes he's amazing. a rude boy complexion. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah. Listen, no, Romeo, Romeo was the guy, man. And yeah. again, it's like people forget, like he did so well to the point where he was recording tracks with Christina Milian, which at the time, yeah, 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 yeah. when he did that, it's all yeah. gravy. At the time, that was a big yeah. deal to have. Like, even being yeah. a British rapper with a solo deal, that was a big deal. And like so much to the fact that like, Romeo's real name yeah, is Dwayne, yeah? His real name is Dwayne, but his verse yeah. on 21 Seconds yeah. makes people still think his name is Romeo Dunn. That's how good he was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> people, yeah, yeah, yeah. People still yeah, think yeah, his, his, his real name is Romeo Dunn. Yeah, but um, I mean, even that, yeah. like, you know, two <laughs> multiplied by 10 plus one. We all, we all love that. Yeah. Hard, we all love that. Hard, I mean, yeah, yeah. Th- that's yeah, a man. good choice. Definitely a good choice because, like, because uh, even, I mean, even no. you know that, you know the, yeah. the song Sentimental Things? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, oh, no, yeah. yeah. Oh, that no, yeah. beat, the yeah. beat, like, the bass line for that, that's the same, like, distorted bass they use for drill now. Yeah, yeah, because Carl, yeah, yeah. Carl Morgan produced that, innit? And then uh, right. even, I remember even Wiley saying that, like, um, yeah, that's kind of how we came up with grind. Like, that's that's that sub low sound. The that's what I'm that's saying. That is that is yeah. this. Yeah, that's a great choice. That's a great choice. They all had the Triton keyboard. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that shaped grime massively. Because I remember Hugo when we started making like Decoy Productions, me and Hugo make them. Mm. And uh, you pulled out that Triton keyboard and I was like, and you started playing, I was like, fuck, literally, like all the sounds are on here. Yeah, it's that like, and it's, a Proteus. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. that's the grime sound. That's it. Exactly. Well, I um, found out that um, Wiley, Wiley, because for me, I'd say Wiley's definitely one has to be up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Well. Wiley's in I'm there for me as well. I was going to say Wiley. He's the producer. He's the oboe, yeah. bro. I, I don't think yeah. anybody we, from the hood would do Are we going down the oboe? road of Wiley sadly no longer with us or is Wiley going to be returning uh, after what happened last year? I'll tell you what, I'm talking about these people in their heydays. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, yeah this is, this is like, way before Wiley had a, a, not, had a Twitter well, account. Not, not <laughs> that he's not in his heyday now. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But I mean, I'm tw- I'm taking myself back there and who would I uh, love from that era. And he's so, the best so A&R I mean. ever. Yeah, like, yeah people, he is the best so A&R. Many, he doesn't everyone. charge for it. Nah. Yeah, exactly. Big mistake. <laughs> Big mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Because i tell you what, that, um, for me, you know, that... B, it was B side of the side and wider tape with DJ Slimzy and Wiley and Dizzy. Yeah. And to me, yeah, Dizzy, yeah. It was like 2001, that was like the introduction to Dizzy Rascal. And yeah, yeah. that's like, for hip hop fans, that's like the equivalent of the purple tape with like Ghostface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so it true. Like, when it first yeah. came out, and then the first time you hear I Love You. And for me, I was just like, the first time I heard I Love You, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Yeah. Like, but yeah. isn't it, he's like, for me, it was like, he's talking. Exactly how we talk. Not like yeah. he's kind yeah, of yeah. doctored it for like, you know, yeah. to be on yeah. top of the pops. Yeah, he's yeah, talking. Yeah. Exactly, exactly how we talk yeah, and I was yeah, like yeah. that is a madness and yeah so yeah. for me like Dizzy because I, 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 I'm someone doing an interview recently as well like I just said because obviously you know you're doing five rappers and producers but with yeah. this sound there was a lot of rapper and producers exactly yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it's true it's true some people kind of did both well, as well and you know it's funny with the he sounds exactly if you think about jungle music then garage music it's like oh they're sounding kind of like how we sound but mm. they're putting on a voice. Like, we're going to put on a voice like that, yeah? And then, like, and, uh, but in Grime, they literally just started speaking how people yeah. speak on road, and that was it. Exactly. There was and no was voice anymore. Your no. voice is your speaking voice. That's it, do you know what I mean? Like, and, uh, yeah, so D- uh, Dizzy would be in there for me, of course, because he started, you know, people say Wiley started a sound, Dizzy started a sound. I think Dizzy started that sound before Wiley. Uh, Wiley was just putting in work before that, but Dizzy, I think, with that first oh, that particular album. sound, yeah, because he, I think and he then Wiley got inspired the actual... and made the Esky sound. Yeah, because because Wiley had his own sound anyway. So yeah, because he did uh, Nicole's groove as well, didn't he? Exactly, yeah. he made like yeah. garage tunes. So he yeah. made garage tunes and stuff as well. So yeah, the long can't argue the longevity, man, as well. D double, D double as well. Yeah, We're talking Definitely. about original grime MCs, man. For me, oh of course, then, yeah, he, he's he's like the Scarface. You know, like Scarface yeah. in America, like hip hop is kind of like yeah, he's he's um. Every MC, like the MC's the MC's MC, yeah, yeah you know, exactly. the comedian's yeah, yeah. comedian, like he's That's every MC's right. MC, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. We had, we had Bushkin on the show many many moons ago, right? They, uh, Did yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bushkin, yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Man. That guy's not aged since since two for like. 20 I know, years. Yeah, it's still the same. Yeah, well, yeah, on that true. subject, yeah, I'd put, I'd probably put. I mean, Heartless, heartless crew, crew package, but like, yeah, Heartless yeah. or but or if yeah, I had to package. pick, probably Mighty would be my, you know, yeah. What I mean? like, yeah, definitely, yeah, 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 very melodic, yeah, very melodic, and again, it's just. Heartless Crew was so important because, again, they exist outside of what is the normal structure. Like, yeah. you know, in the same way, like back in the day, like in hip hop, you'd have like Run DMCs, two MCs, and a DJ, or like Eric B and Rakim. And like, that's kind of like with Heartless because obviously Fonty does like spins and no, necessarily produced a lot of indep- of his own original stuff, but it was, 
that never took away from how we saw Heartless because he was yeah. just an amazing DJ. He dropped like a Stevie Wonder tune in a, yeah. in a garage rave and then yeah. mixed it into Pulse X or something. And it's mad how um, it's not even this genre we're talking about isn't that bit. He didn't cross the, the pond. It didn't even cross certain borders of, of yeah. if you go yeah. up north. It, it's, it's weird to think that it, it didn't cross because obviously there was a lot of other sounds. And I remember like from about 2000 and I think 2003 or four. Baseline started coming in as well from um, up north and stuff yeah. as well. But like, all the other places outside of London had this unified sound that was to kind of um, match against garage was interesting as That's well. Yeah. yeah, because you had you had Baseline and you had further up north, you got it was more trance. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Donk, sorry, and then Scotland had yeah, like Donk, trance. Yeah, 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 exactly. It was all about like the 4-4 shit there. There's nothing yeah. to break. And, and I couldn't fuck with that, man, to this yeah, day. it's a bit more close to that house side, yeah. man. Um, it's also that, funny thing, that funny thing of how people monetized things in that era that you're talking about. Oh, God, yeah. And, and how I remember, <laughs> you know, hearing Mark B and Blade being played on like Radio 1 or something. And I remember at mm. the time, you remember those guys, like I, yeah. I was not a yeah. personal fan and anyone is welcome to enjoy their music, but there was something that felt like they were trying to emulate what was going yeah. on in America. in America. Like at the time, yeah. like I was into Jurassic 5 because they, Charlie yeah. Tuners to me, one of the best rap voices of all time. And, there was like I don't know it was a weird kind of like middle of nowhere trying to emulate no offence Mark B and Blade by the way but like it was a, <laughs> it was a, it was a difficult also, I just want to say uh, trust the uh, white TV uh, producer <laughs> about monetizing. <laughs> <laughs> Such a fucking suit, Howard. Yeah. <laughs> the reason I bring that up is because it's, it's it's then you talk about some of these people whose career, like the careers that they managed mm. to experience, and the and, mm. and and also once you bring money in, you can ex- mm. you know build more out of it, right? So look, look what Dizzy did from where it yeah, began yeah, yeah, yeah. to where it's ended yeah. up. It's, well, and not many people were doing that before. So Solid were maybe the first people to start monetizing off everything. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. And yeah. even then, it was like a kind of RZA situation where it's just Mega Man. It's about and, and, he's, he's the only businessman, do you know what I mean? And, yeah. uh, and then it was years of mistakes from other people. For, and actually, funny enough, me and Hugo know that pretty well because from doing People's Do Nothing, we've had to like go try and find some of our you know favorite garage tunes and try and get them cleared and you realise that most of them don't own that shit and they've you, sold it it's one oh, person yeah. you know one or two people in the scene have bought them up and you know what I mean so mm, people yeah, didn't yeah. know about the business element of it and it wasn't and even on the grime scene they were still learning and it was yeah. it was when the grime scene you know like the second generation of the grime scene like the Stormzy's and like the Rebirth of Skepta and all that sort of shit. That's when they started earning proper money out of it. And yeah. then well, and, and Napster, Napster, wasn't it? Wasn't that what it was called? Yeah. Like an LimeWire, LimeWire, and and yeah. and like Lime yeah. You can think about how people lived through that era before Spotify. That little yeah. kind of 10, 15, maybe I think 10 years is probably about that 10 year period between like CDs and mega discs. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then yeah. iPod came along and obviously that changed things up. But iPod, that was really a way of waiting for Spotify, which now is obviously terrifying what it does. Well, that's a good point. I, LimeWire was the first, you know, now we all listen to tunes separately, right? Playlists mm. and that. LimeWire was probably the first version of that, like just downloading one shit. Yeah, you know, one you got those time. tunes with like, we always talk about this, you go in it. Like, you get like, uh, um, like Biggie, Mega Man and Jest on one track. <laughs> it's interesting to see as well though because, because I think that's, that gave birth to like what used to be called mashups which again 
yeah, was yeah, something yeah, I kind yeah. of went for because I don't think yeah. it took a lot of skill on behalf yeah. of a producer yeah. or a DJ very to kiss, put it together. FM, that, yeah, it? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't into it, man. Like, I suppose and, some um, people managed to make some Danger Mouse with the Grey album, right? Is that, yeah, that yeah. We, we we, we, that? Which is more, more, more trip hop though. But I would, I would yeah. include that in terms of like the more because mashups was, was was more of a, it was a time when it'd be doing something like it'd be. Um, <laughs> but it smells like Teen Spirit. It smells like Teen Spirit. Yeah, exactly. Still Dre being like on Billie Jean that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all very, very successful songs being mashed together at the same time to get like yeah. kids and their and their, their parents to rave in like a fucking disco or something like that. <laughs> it was one of those things. But um, oh, I'll give an example of I think who was a producers who may have short awful dodger. I'd say. Oh yeah. Because I guess with the way people didn't earn a lot of money, as I'm sure you guys worked out, is that a lot of the time with vocals and, and even the songs that we loved in that garage crime era, a lot of the artists would be like session artists. Yeah. That maybe go and do one studio session. They take some of those vocals and then that would kind of be like chopped or whatever to make the songs. Yeah. Yeah. But some of the vocalists were kind of amazing and stuff. But yeah, Alpha Dodger, you know, yeah, people like Ramina, no, Ramina, Ramina Johnson and obviously Craig David's one of the most successful artists that kind of was launched off the back. His career yeah, began man. with them as well. Um, yeah. So many names. Yeah. So many names. DJ Zink, Zink also transcended well. drum and bass to, yeah. to, to, to Garage. Do you know what I mean? He did both. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He made I mean, it acceptable. I, I mean, he's not necessarily a producer, but I'd say he's a, in the way he is. Like, oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's universal. Like, he yeah. does shows in Miami. He's like the Ronaldo of like um, or Garage, and that you know you don't even have to like Garage to appreciate what he does. It's like yeah. people can watch Ronaldinho play football, and it's like I don't know anything about football, but that's just nice to watch, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah great um, skill. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, can, I can just appreciate it for what it is. He was always amazing, yeah. man. Um, so, Dane, what uh, what an episode that's been this week, man. That was we could just go. We could, you know, we have people who didn't have lives. So we could just sit here and talk for a longer, <laughs> long time. Just, yeah, yeah. Let's. I think we definitely need to do a podcast to discuss this era, man, because yeah. very very seldom do I meet so many people that obviously a lot of people knew the scene, yeah, and obviously yeah. like you know the, the, the nappers and the Malias and that, but. Speaking to people that were involved in the sound itself, man, it's been great, man. So I really appreciate you guys. Yeah, man. No, yeah, it's been fun, man. Yeah. Yeah. The whole thing um, with like uh, people just do nothing, and um, obviously, you guys, are you still doing? I mean, I let you guys tell it, but you guys, because you guys are going to do uh, like a, a a weekend at Amsterdam and stuff, yeah. Yeah, so so that's still happening. As you know, as far as the the law will let us, you know, what mm-hmm. I mean, so far that that's on a, a, a Halloween, I think. Halloween weekend. Nice. Um, yeah, man. So. Uh, I think it might even be sold out now, but obviously, a few boys want to come through, come through. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, no, definitely. If the sound's yeah, going to this, I'm definitely on that. Yeah, and then obviously, we've got the film coming out August 18th. Got the album coming out 19th. that day. Or the 19th, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah man. And just to tee up the film for our uh, lovely listeners, uh, if yeah. they haven't heard about it, it's... Um, it's going to be great, right? It's an amazing big, film, yeah. Big, big shift that the boys, the boys are up to something completely different, right? Well, yeah, man. I mean, it's like if any, you know, whoever's seen people see nothing. The the thing with it is that you always just see them in their world, in Brentford, in Great Brentford, trying mm. to make it. But this is the first time you get to see them uh, getting a taste. Of, of what they wanted basically of what they think they want <laughs> yeah uh, finally it's, it, it's essentially a fish out of water story isn't it they're like these you know a bunch idiots. of idiots that go out yeah. to Japan because their song gets used on a game show <laughs> and it gets signed to a record label and you get to see their journey you know yeah, yeah and it's a good idea and, and like I said for anyone who definitely has a real healthy interest in nostalgic music like the guys are covering like you understand why Big in Japan has so much significance man culturally because yeah. at that time of era for like mainstream success a large part of it for British acts was that is like if you got big in Japan as like a boy band or like a bubblegum girl band, that was like a big part of your career. So 
even even yeah one thing that inspired us or helped help the decision of this is that we watched a documentary uh, about LTJ Bookham's so good <laughs> manager <laughs> yeah yeah. And they're in Japan and he goes, Japan have decided that jungle is happening. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is amazing. And like, Love it's it. about their journey yeah. out there. Love and they've it. got all like um, his tunes bootlegged in a shop and he's yeah. like, trying to go to him, how do I sue them? Yeah. And the first Japanese doesn't speak English. He goes, hello, how do I sue? Where can I sue? Yeah. I need a receipt. Saying, a receipt. A receipt. <laughs> And then he calls down for the iron in the hotel. And he iron. Goes, iron. Yeah. 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 iron. Go get an iron. They're like, what? He's obviously speaking like a mad East Londoner. And he's like, he's like iron. Iron. <laughs> but like, I mean, we we kind of decided to do it in Japan before, but then when we started watching Inspiration, that kind of popped up. And and also seeing a, there's a sick old hip-hop documentary called The Show. Mm. Uh, where yes, yeah, I've seen it. See, really yeah, where show, Wu-Tang are... Um, around in Japan and, and fucking a method man can't get any weed and he's basically got a towel on his head and he thinks he's ill. <laughs> he's fuming, yeah. <laughs> They're all fighting with each other. And like you said, Dane, it's always this thing of like, these, I mean, these aren't niches that people are talking about there, but, you know, even even so, there's like random drum and bass MCs that haven't got a career here, but they might be yeah. massive in Japan. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so like, exactly. it, it actually does make sense. You know, it's no, slightly yeah, plausible. Yeah. It's, 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 that, that, that cult following, man, and that's, that's just one of yeah. the great things about Crux as well. And um, yeah, you know, we have to get Lee on the show as well because when she did like her show Wannabe, it was kind of like covering the other side of that same yeah. era of like that another level kind of um, yeah. kind of the, um, yeah. the, the Bowers kind of era true, she did that true. show as well, which was really good, man. But so to um, our listeners, go and check out the film because uh, it's great. And you, you guys have, I mean, to say you smashed it with what you've been doing is uh, is an understatement. It's uh, you know, particularly for people trying to break comedy, like you know, out there, not a lot of listeners that we know who begin to try to do their you've, you've nailed it so uh, hopefully the, we're, we're going to see these boys again after this movie I hope it's not no, the end absolutely. not I'll, the I'll end of them I'll catch you in Amsterdam man seriously man I'm, I'm coming I'm definitely coming man and um, yeah I'd love to continue to talk about music and stuff guys because yeah I uh, love yeah, all the definitely. stuff you do and yeah, keeping the sound alive we can take drugs and do and comedy. to house or something when we're out there <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah next yeah, time yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> baby, baby steps Hugo baby steps <laughs> <laughs> try to get out there get situated <laughs> yeah guys um, yeah pleasure man thanks very much for coming on the show Man, nice one, guys. Thank you for having me. Thank you on. so much, guys. Thank you for your time. Yeah, enjoy this. It was fun. Nice one. You've been listening to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, hosted by Dane Baptiste. For more from Dane, go to danebaptiste.co.uk or follow him on Twitter at DaneBaptweets or Instagram at DaneSnapTeste. Our guests were Hugo Chegwin and Alan Mustafa. You can follow Hugo on Instagram at HugoBossMan. And Alan on Instagram and Twitter at CPA220. The show is produced by me, Howard Cohen. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Howard Cohen. The show is mixed and mastered by Audio Culture. You can follow Audio Culture on Instagram at We Are Audio Culture. Please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at DBQE Podcast. Thanks to Polly, Gelly and the ACAST team for all their support. Thanks for listening, guys. And remember, question everything. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.